This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Otago Access Radio, in partnership with Otago Polytech, brings you Blowing Bubbles. Blowing Bubbles brings you positive conversations with people in their bubbles around the world. How are people living their bubble lives? Working from home, keeping kids entertained and staying connected and getting exercise. And how are these things presenting us with the opportunities to find new ways of living? Every weekday, the Sustainable Lens team of Samuel Mann, Shan Gallagher and Mara Karatai reach out from their bubbles to chat with interesting and positive people around the world. Broadcast on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM and streamed and podcast on oar.org.nz and sustainablelens.org. Bringing connection, joy, kindness and peace in the days ahead. Welcome to Blowing Bubbles, positive conversations with people in their bubbles, their safe spaces around the world. I'm Samuel Mann in Sawyer's Bay, Dunedin, and I am joined from Fakatani by Mawera Karatai. Kia ora, Mawera. Kia ora, Sam. How's it going? It's going very well indeed. We're recording this before Christmas because the studio is closed. What are you thinking you're going to be doing on the 7th of January? Um, on the 7th of January, I will no doubt be sitting outside a mountain bike park somewhere in the Bay of Plenty reading my new uh, Witi Ihe book, which is called Navigating Our Stars. Ooh, cool. Because that's what I'll be doing for the whole of the summer until I start my new job. <laughs> hey, did you read the um, Ron Walkery book? Oh, my gosh, I love that book. I don't know how many people I've recommended it um, recommended reader. It is the most amazing book. So that's designed for a non-human centered world. But I mean, our interview with him really inspired me, but reading the book just blew my mind because actually we are, we know we're the problem, but it, it presents us with a solution and that's simply a change in our thinking. Awesome. Save the planet, change our thinking. And who are we introducing today? It is a very great pleasure of mine to introduce Miriam Leslie, speaking of people who can save the planet with design. <laughs> um, mother, musician, machinist, maker of things out of old inner tubes and soon to, soon to be student. Miriam, it is a great pleasure to have you here. Welcome. Cool. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Miriam. Where are you, Miriam? I am at, in my bedroom um, in Otipoti in, in Opoho. Yeah. Luckily, you can't see my room very well because it's <laughs> a pit sty at the moment. <laughs> and we're asking people how their bubble life was, and of course, bubble life has gotten complicated on us. But we'll step through it nice and quickly. How was your first bubble life? My first bubble life was great. I loved it. I loved uh, being at home, and and I was doing I was doing a polytech course from home. And so I was busy and I was creative and I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, there was the, the pandemic side of things, which of course was very stressful. And yeah, I'm very aware of my privilege to be able to have had a great time during, uh, during a lockdown, but I did have a good time. <laughs> yeah. What were you studying? Um, I was doing a certificate in arts and design at Targa Polytechnic. Um, yeah. So just making lots of art at home and, uh, yeah. With Jane, Jane Venus. With Jane, yeah. Jane and Hannah and Mariwa, yeah. There's a lot of creative 
collaboration in in those sorts of programs did did you manage to to get the the, the sense of being together and, and sparking off each other working remotely yeah not as not as well as it was in class it was quite we were quite separated off and there was the awkwardness of people having their cameras off during class and and things like that but our teachers put a lot of energy and effort into uh, just being awesome teachers, really. So I think that made a big difference. Yeah. Um, and I was living with artists at the time, so I still have my nice little bouncing off uh, people to to have. <laughs> yeah. And Moira said, machinist. What does what What do you do as a machinist? Um, I sew flags, so I'm. Uh, we I work at Adams Flags, and, um, and we make like advertising flags or or country flags or anything, anything flappy. We make it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that Mawira also said that you're going on to to be a student again. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna do the bachelor bachelor or degree. <laughs> yeah, bachelor of of communication design. It's a three year program. I'm very excited to get back into doing schooling again. I loved, I loved being there. I really thrived in that environment. Have you always been in that kind of space, that creative space? Um, I've always been a creator. Yeah, i I haven't I haven't been in a in a like a schooling environment for for years and years and years, and I never really did well in schooling environments when I was younger but now as an adult student I have a a new <laughs> a new very serious nerdiness and like eagerness to learn and I'm I'm totally into it <laughs> and I'm just going through the list of things that I quickly wrote down while we were always talking and did she say something about making things with rubber with inner tubes yeah yeah for years i've made I've made all sorts of things out of inner tubes um, I cut them up and weave with them um, and I make anything I could think of that I can get away with it. There's, um, there's a few limitations within a tubes, um, but that makes it more fun for me. I really enjoy it. Um, I've just started, just started trying to sell things as well and just had a market on Sunday, which I did quite well at, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. Okay, I love have to... making things out of trash. You're going <laughs> You're going to have to give me a hint as to what sorts of things you're weaving. Well, at the moment I'm making, I made some jewellery, I made belts and, and choker necklaces and I made some little lighter cases on chains and I started off making whips. <laughs> um, and oh, what else have I made? I'm going to be making backpacks and lots of different things really. I made some... Um, some door stops where I wove rubber around bricks. Um, <laughs> yeah, just anything, anything that I can think of. I love it. I, I I find it very meditative weaving. So I get in a really nice headspace when I'm weaving and I just see where it takes me really, which is nice. But do you cut long strips? Um, I used I used to cut a lot of long strips and I was using uh, harakiki patterns in the beginning. Um, but I've sort of shied away from doing that recently, and I'm, now I'm cutting in, into rings. And I found a weave where you can slot the rings all into each other, and they hold each other. 
and it's very strong and it's it's beautiful as well it's really cool that sounds cool yeah. let's take the first yeah. of your music choices let's have kotero force field why this one oh i love it i love its simplicity um i love that she's repping her new zealand accent um in the music it's just gorgeous and the um i make a similar kind of music myself with looped harmonies and i just it gives me prickles i love it i've been singing it around the house for the last month been stuck in my head Force field. i was running hard i was running hard Force field. running hard running hard Force field. fell to the ground and i drew blood Force but I got back up and I ran and ran I got a job to do still way Put my force field up like an enemy I won't let you close, I won't break face I got my force field and I know the way Don't want the ones that make me cry Takes me up to the dead and night. Calling on my body, then apologize. I will not forgive it from now until I die. He was starting on my body, but I don't want love. Got a job to do, that's number one. So I send him away and I send him off. Put that force field up when I had enough. I cut off friends even though they're old Force Had to change tempo, now we're grown Force beating over a big white rose Like items, they open and close Ventricle, pump the blood real high Force I should be still my beating heart Don't let me break face and fall apart Force don't let me break face off. Force field, forces, forest, force field, force, yeah, yeah. Force field, forces, forest, force field, force, yeah, yeah. Force field, forces, forest, force field, force, yeah, yeah. challenges facing our kids and I ask this pretty much of everybody we tend to interview a lot of creative people on the show but um 
do you think that creativity, if we can get the kids being more creative, that that's going to go some way towards helping them deal with all of the stuff they've got going on in their lives right now? Oh, 100%, completely. Um, music has been, music and, and creating has been my my mental health crutch, really. It's, um, it's how I've healed myself and processed hard things, and it's, how, it's now how I build resilience and um, instead of just using it as an after as a like the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff now I use it strategically to make sure that I'm creating and being okay um, it's meditative um, you build relationships through it. there's so many so many cool things about creating that are great for the mental health yeah definitely how do you think we move a clunky education system that's you know, like that, it's not really adapting to change very well, and certainly not adapting to the to the change in our kids. Our kids are so different these days. How do you, how do we get that through to all the adults who just don't see the value of that creativity and that creating? I think I think more emphasis needs to be made on making mistakes, like um, school our schooling and the way that we're tested in schools and and compared against other students um, kind of doesn't work with creativity, I don't think. Um, if, if you're comparing yourself with other people and you're marking yourself and you're not wanting to make mistakes, then, then you can't grow as much, I don't think. How do you get it through to the people that are teaching? I have no idea. <laughs> it's it's no funny idea. you should say that. We, had, um, we actually interviewed some people from the Liger School and that was what they really focus on is allowing the learners to make mistakes and learn from the mistakes and making making those mistakes okay because if you become comfortable with that then it takes that fear of failure away yeah yeah oh good i've made a mistake what can i do with that yeah how can and, i avoid it next time yeah and also creating for the hell of it as well not necessarily having to monetize what you're doing so that you're trying to find something that's perfect just creating for creating's sake is really important as well, I think. If you think about our little children in a preschool or a play centre context, that's what they do, isn't it? Like, you know, the, the, the painting easels are all set up and the kids walk past and they go, right, I'm painting. Not because anyone said I have to, but because that's what they do. Yeah, totally. And it's so gorgeous being able to give that to an adult as well who's forgotten that kind of child life childlike joy of creating of just making a mess and and doing it for fun that's gorgeous mm. let's make a movement <laughs> there, there will be creativity as part of all solutions to all problems we're just yeah. going to get the rest of the world thinking that way now totally well, we have to be creative to to figure out what we're going to do next <laughs> one of the one of the um the things, one of the projects that I was doing just as I was dropping out of Polytech at the start of this year uh, because of my concussion was uh, creating a poster for a reimagined future. And like, and I didn't finish it. And I've just been kind of like mulling over this recreated future this, this whole year because I didn't get to finish that project. I'm like, ah! I wanted to save the world through that poster. I feel like I have to finish it. <laughs> and that what was a really cool project. 
what does it look like your reimagined future my reimagined future i i had in my head i could imagine so it was a graveyard and there was a few things that had to die and be buried before before the reimagined future could flourish and one of those was capitalism and one of those was white supremacy and i wanted to have sort of a vine uh, like a shining light and a vine of like indigenous indigenous knowledge and and being reconnected back into the earth um once all those things have died yeah it was funny my teacher had asked for something positive i was like <laughs> i'm gonna have some graves in my thing but it'll be positive it'll be positive <laughs> she's like okay <laughs> yeah so the theme of this show is positive but not deluded how do you <laughs> yeah how exactly. do you play with those two? Where do where where do those two? How do they play together? Positive but not deluded. Well, oh no, um, it's going to be hard work. There's going to be some. We're going to have to be killing off some ways of thinking and and some ways of being and our a lot of our comforts. So you've got to be non-deluded in the fact that it's going to be there's going to be some hard work, um, but also that there is hope, I think, to do those things. Um, yeah. Do you think that there are any lessons that we can take for those things that need hard work? And I'm thinking of things like climate change and social justice, systemic racism, biodiversity. There's some big things, big challenges we face. Do you think that we can? take any lessons from the pandemic for those sorts of challenges yeah it was it was interesting and i think it went in a different direction but um at the very beginning when everything sort of paused and everybody slowed down and had to learn how to slow down and find enjoyment and and little things and things got really things were really basic again and it seemed like just the world paused for a moment and we all breathed <laughs> we all breathed and i would sit outside and like watch my chickens and that would be really that would be my entertainment for the day and like i think yeah i think the simplicity and what we had to learn how to do during during lockdown is really good um yeah but i think things changed when we were like you know, we all had to get back on the gap, back on the getting jobs done and making money path, and it's kind of veered away from that a little bit more now. Yeah, because at the end of the end of that first lockdown, there was that moment where we were actually appreciating that and almost fearful of the going back to being busy and sort of promising ourselves that we wouldn't, but we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I want to keep these lessons. I want to keep these lessons, but it's so easy to forget to forget the wonderful things you've learned. You have to keep reminding yourself. You're going back into the world was so daunting. It was the first day we went back to school. Um, it was we were like right group projects. <laughs> like <laughs> ah. <laughs> really with another person. Okay, <laughs> it was quite funny. <laughs> it was good, but it was a little bit painful for a minute. <laughs> Bubble Sprite of the Forest of Orokanui, Dunedin's favourite goddess, Tahu Mackenzie. 
Kia ora koutou, nga mihi aroha nui, kia koutou, kota auahau. I hope you're all having the best day, beautiful superstars and your beloved universes. And I really hope, wherever you are, and whatever's happening around you, this journey that we're all on together is proving to be very rewarding, very sustaining, and illuminating for you more and more each day, who you are triumph of nature's art perfect unique and here making things better thank you i'm so grateful that we've been together since these first lockdowns began more than two years ago now and we find ourselves in 2022 the year that dreams come true and of course what does this mean Well, for many of us it means looking more closely at what those dreams are. For some of us we have held these dreams in our heart for a lifetime, for a long time. Since we first conceptualised ourselves as other from the infinite realm. When we first identified and recognised a separate identity, a separate being as ourselves, and this egoic form became a place where we could be, see, do, feel in consensus reality, of which of course we're all part and all contributing, and beyond this of course we are one with that infinite consciousness and oneness that the universe is made from. We find ourselves at this time really being challenged to make our way through individually and collectively, harmoniously and in a unified fashion towards a future where we can thrive and survive. I know for me a source of great comfort is to turn back in time and look at our history of life that all life finds ways and tools and avenues and persuasions and solutions and viewpoints and perspectives that are new that fundamentally we co-create that fundamentally we cooperate and this is what we're doing now and will continue to do even if just like Orokanui Eco Sanctuary It takes 1,000 years for that restoration to come into full fruition and embodiment. The time is moving and the changes are happening. And for me, I love to know that in this physical form, so much will outlive me and I can give all I can now. So I really hope for you, you have a sense of your own personal infinitude and of course a sense of your own personal infinity, a sense of your own eternity and the eternal realms in which you inhabit, a sense of your individual precious minute being 
within the infinite realm and all these scales of change and size and perception and self can be helpful tools in order to navigate these new puzzles and obstacle courses we find ourselves moving through together. This show, of course, for me has been such a wonderful comfort and a way to bring these puzzle pieces together. Hearing from people all over the world and their experiences. And I really feel this is what we must do. Acknowledge that with each person there is a story. With each person there is a different thread of hope that we are weaving together into a very strong fabric which cannot be broken and I'll look forward to talking to you next time thanks so much you're listening to Blowing Bubbles we're talking with Miriam Leslie Miriam I want to play some of your music what should we play? Um, please play the song Overwound um, by Frey who's what is my stage name why this one um what kind of goes it goes in with it's, it's about being overwhelmed it goes in with in in key with with mental health yarns and and i'm just really proud of it <laughs> it's a gorgeous <laughs> song i think and i'm proud of it and i want people to hear it <laughs> Took a bridges with it. It was a long walk home, and it left me alone. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, the vibration as that song starts, the way that it just actually vibrates right through your whole body. That was outstanding. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, got to bring it's it back very down. Nice got to bring it back down to earth the changes we've seen in society we've seen lots of changes in society over the the last couple of years Miriam what do you think is going to stick and perhaps more importantly what do you hope will stick what do I hope will stick I hope that we remember what our priorities are um um and what is really important to us um, in terms of like our, our environment and the people that we love and and being drawn to simple things and simple pleasures. Um, I hope we remember how beautiful and okay it was when we slowed down. <laughs> um, and I hope we get to revisit being slow without having to be in a pandemic. <laughs> it has shown us that we can do stuff when we set our minds to it, but maybe that's what we need to set our minds to do, to, yeah. to being slow and to, to taking that care. Yeah. But it doesn't have the Traditionally, same... Traditionally, I haven't been very good at slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I've learned, I've learned it as a skill. Um, yeah. It doesn't have the same impact or perhaps marketing team behind it as rushing around being busy and buying stuff no no it's not very sellable <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's, that's the, what we need there's the challenge <laughs> for your communication design yeah to sell slowness <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i i recently did a, uh, a trade with a woman I'm gardening for her and she's given me a flute. Uh, I thought that was that's just the best and we both just think we're getting the best deal out of it and it's it's lovely. And it's really nice to work outside of um economy like that. Let's take the second of your music choices, the third song we're playing today. Let's have Moses Sumney cut me. Why this one? Oh, I'm about the harmonies again with this one. There's a moment about halfway through this song where oh just everything in me drops out and the harmony just makes me oh, I don't know want to cry or laugh or something the harmonies in this are gorgeous Thank you. 
against the desk Well, if there's no pain Is there any progress? That's when I feel before Christmas but it will be broadcast in the new year what are your not 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 what's your new year's resolution but what are you hoping for in this new year hopefully I'll be doing nothing (laughs) when this when this airs I'll be chilling out with my son and my flatmate and in our garden and just hanging out bouncing on the tramp and breathing. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be my like ultimate. A, that sounds like a fun way to be. How old's your son? Uh, he's seven. Yeah. Cool. And really fun to hang out with. So I'm glad I don't have to share him with school for a few months. <laughs> seven is a fun age. Yeah, it really is. I have some questions to end the show with. What is the biggest mm-hmm. success you've had in the last couple of years? I think it has to do with my son as well. Um, and seeing the kind of parent that I've turned into. I didn't really have much faith in my ability to do so in the beginning. And um, I'm doing really well. 
and my son is gorgeous and respectful and um, loves life and we have a really cool dynamic and I think that's probably probably the thing I'm the proudest of um, yeah that'd be the major one we are writing a book of these conversations it's called tomorrow's heroes it's our team of people doing good work you are in that team what's your superpower oh, yeah. what's got you oh, into the mansion <laughs> well um oh i don't know i've got lots of superpowers it's hard to choose which one <laughs> um parenting harmonizing <laughs> um turning cool trash into treasure <laughs> <laughs> Do you consider yourself to be an activist? No, not yet. No, I don't. I want to be. <laughs> what do you have to do to turn into an activist? I think I have to be more active in my community and more connected to um, people that are kind of being more frontline active. Um, I do a lot of talking about stuff <laughs> with people <laughs> that are probably in my in my social bubble, but I don't think I have much of a reach outside of my own community, and I think that that's something that I will be working towards over the next few years, and which communication design will help me to do. So what motivates you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? gets me out of bed in the morning my son um <laughs> literally <laughs> early in the morning <laughs> um and i just i want to do well um yeah and i want to i want to be an asset to my community and to people outside of it so what challenge or opportunity are you looking forward to um pushing myself out of my comfort zone um using all the all the things i've learned about identity and about the world to do something like i've i've been learning a lot um and listening a lot and kind of absorbing um and i i want to be able to use those uh, to make a difference now that's kind of yeah it's all very well kind of learning a lot and 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 then just keeping it all to yourself <laughs> <laughs> and lastly do you have any advice for our listeners mistakes um and and be be playful with yourself and easy on yourself, just like you would treat your friends. Um, yeah, treat yourself how you treat the people that you love. Thank you for that, Moira. Well, that is epic advice. What a great thought to start 2022. Uh, putting ourselves um, in those same positions as we put everybody else in the uh, on the priority list. That's a yeah. that's a really lovely thought. 
Miriam, thank you very much for your creativity, for um, for your music, for your art, uh, for your practical approach to life, uh, and for your commitment to future change and the way you're raising your son, all of those things. We wish you absolutely all the best for the coming year, um, and may it see all your best dreams come true. Cool. Thank you. Well, I'm, already, I'm almost having a week. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Everything will be fine. I spent the summer wasting. The time was passed so easily. or people in their bubbles, their safe spaces around the world. Brought to you by the Sustainable Lens Team, which is brought to you by Otago Polytechnic. We are broadcast on Otago Access Radio every weekday afternoon at 3 and streamed and podcast on oar.org.nz. You can find us on Facebook and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We had a contribution today from Tahu McKenzie. This is Bell and Sebastian, a summer wasting. I'm Samuel Manansoyas Bay Dunedin with Mwera Karatai in Fukutani. And from Opaho Dunedin, we've been joined by Miriam Leslie. That was Blowing Bubbles. We hope you enjoyed the show. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.